Hello everyone, this is Jim Lucy, Editor-in-Chief for Electrical Wholesaling and Electrical Marketing, with the October 25th edition of the Today's Electrical Economy podcast sponsored by Champion Fiberglass. The company began producing epoxy fiberglass conduit fittings in 1988, and in 1989 developed the first conduit from epoxy resins that had flame resistance and low smoke characteristics. This met the most stringent codes and specifications. In today's broadcast, we'll take a look at the electrical products with the largest price increase in September, the electrical stocks that had the biggest year-to-date increases in the third quarter of 2021, and the largest construction projects that have broken ground over the last two months. As always, we'll review some key weekly economic indicators that will give you a sense of where the electrical economy may be headed in the coming weeks. These statistics are initial unemployment claims at the state level, rate freight car traffic, the Baker Hughes rig count, oil prices, and copper prices. Our thanks again to Champion Fiberglass for once again sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy series of podcasts for 2021. We're delighted to be working with Champion. For the weekend, the October the 16th, the advanced figure for seasonally adjusted initial claims was 290,000, a decrease of 6,000 from the previous week's revised level. This is the lowest level for initial claims since March 14, 2021, is 256,000. According to the U.S. Department of Labor, the unemployment rate in September was 4.8%, a decline of 0.4%. We had a number of states for the week ending October the 16th that their claims were down by at least 1,000. Those states with the good news were Virginia with 7,159 fewer claims. Michigan was down 4,457 claims. Pennsylvania came in with 4,314 fewer claims. Texas was down 3,246 claims. Ohio down 2,796 claims, Kentucky down 2,784 claims, New York down 2,725 claims, District of Columbia down 2,675 claims, Maryland was down 2,023 claims, Missouri was down 1,465 claims, and Arizona down 1,050 claims. Relatively few states showed any significant increases for the unemployment claims for the weekend October the 16th. The states that had uh, claims of more increases of more than 100 were California, which did have a rather large increase of 17,570 claims. Tennessee was up over 1,000, 1,049 claims. Florida was up 456 claims. Georgia had 452 more claims submitted. Iowa had 170 more claims submitted. And Alaska was up 110 claims. One of the more interesting leading indicators for the overall U.S. economy is freight rail traffic. It's a measure of the amount of raw materials and finished goods being shipped by rail. The best source for this data is the American Association of Railroads, or AAR, which publishes this data weekly at www.aar.org. For the week ending October the 16th, total U.S. weekly rail traffic was 496,983 carloads and intermodal units. That's down 4.2% compared to the same week last year. For the first 41 weeks of 2021, U.S. railroads reported a cumulative volume of 9,479,190 carloads. That's up 7.6% from the same point last year. Total combined U.S. traffic for the first 41 weeks of 2021 was 20,825,372,000 freight carloads and intermodal units. That's an increase of 8.3% compared with last year. Petroleum and petroleum products was the only category with a year-to-date decrease compared with last year. 
it came in at a 3.7% decline. Metallic ores and metals had a 27% increase, and coal was the other category with a double-digit increase. It came in with 11.5% increase compared to last year at this time. If you track the oil market, you're probably familiar with the Baker Hughes rig count. It tracks the oil and gas rigs that are operating. The data is available by state, by basin, and nationally at www.rigcount.bakerhughes.com. The map on this slide gives you an idea where the largest oil and gas deposits are. It gives you a good sense of just how many of these large oil plays are in Texas and Oklahoma, and how big an area the Marcellus gas region covers in the Pennsylvania, Ohio, and parts of West Virginia. The current trend in the Baker Hughes rig count data is for small changes week over week, coupled with large increases year over year. It, it continued over the past two weeks. The national rig count is up 89% year over year, and with an increase of 124 operating rigs uh, since last year, Texas is up 99% over October 2020. New Mexico came in second with 42 more rigs over October 2020, and it's up as a percent basis 93% since that time. WTI crude oil prices are up over $80 a barrel. That's a level we haven't seen in over seven years. Lots of talk over the past few days in the financial press and media about whether this price increase will stick. Economists like to call copper pricing Dr. Copper. That's because it's the leading economic indicator for future activity since copper is used in so many industries. The construction industry is among the leading markets for copper because of its use in wiring cable and copper plumbing pipe. Economists are watching for copper prices closely as a sign of inflation, too. Copper prices are still high compared to short-term history, but they did slide back just a little bit to $4.56 by the end of last week. When you look at the current chart, it seems to be retracing a similar pattern to back in May of this year. No let up in the port delays that we're hearing so much about these days. And from the latest news report that I can find said that there's close to 100 container ships off the California coast waiting to be unloaded at the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach. There's also a lot in the news about the impact on up and down the supply chain, particularly about the shortages in trucking capacity. The September construction data came in from Dodge Construction with a 10% monthly gain to $897 billion in total construction starts. Let's take a look now at some of the categories that were the busiest. The biggest project to break ground according to the Dodge data was an early phase of the billion dollar Pittsburgh airport modernization. This, the piece of that action was worth $670 million. There was also $1.2 billion in two data center projects breaking ground in for Facebook facilities, one in Mesa, Arizona, and one in Springfield, Nebraska, south of Omaha. Now let's take a look at some of the other large construction projects that have broken ground recently. We had a very large medical complex being built in Irvine, California worth $658 million. We also had a large Coast Guard reconstruction project breaking ground at Fort Macon, North Carolina, $450 million. An oil field pipeline offshore, not in the Houston area, $500 million. Data centers continue to be a huge area of growth for the construction market. And in the uh, at, at the, front, the website Data Center Frontier Construction uh, said that in the uh, Northern Virginia, which is one of the, the leading markets in the entire world for data center construction, they've had 26 different data, data center construction projects since March and it's about double their normal rate. A lot going on in that area that, and certainly expected to continue through 2022. 
Electrical product price increases also remain in the news. You can get monthly updates of which way prices are going for 29 product categories in Electrical Marketing Newsletter for just $99 per year. We normally don't see monthly price increases of much more than 1% in a year, but let's look at a, a few of the products in September that had many times that level. Take a look at the total index was up about 2.1%, but look at pole line hardware, up 7.1%. Switchgear, up 6.6% change in the month. Panels and switchboards, up 5.5%. Conduit fittings, up 5 Circuit breakers, up 4.7%. Non-metallic conduit, up 4.5%. Motors, up 4.4%. Boxes, 3.7% increase. Another 3.7% increase for ballasts. Lamps, 3.4%. And fuses, up 3.2%. Some crazy price increases. And we're going to take a look in our next slide at the year-over-year -year price increases, which are even more astronomical. At the top of the list also for year-over-year -year increases was pole line hardware up 44.9%, conduit fittings up 42.5%, boxes up 40.9%. As you can see here, there's a lot of the price increase being reflected by the increases in steel prices. Oh, but copper not behind in many cases. Uh, power wiring cable up 39% year over year. We did have non-metallic conduit up with a large increase, 37.4%, ballast up 31%. Another largely copper-based product, building wiring cable, 30.7% increase, and telephone supplies up 25.5%. The increases in steel prices were also most likely a major impact on the increases in some of the publicly held stocks that electrical marketing tracks. Adcor up 113% year-to-date stock price. Nucor up 98.6%. We've also had a couple other companies that had some pretty notable gains. Uh, chief among them, uh, Generac, which if you've been following stock prices, you know what this has been done over the past couple of years. And if Generac maintains its current pace, it will have back-to-back-to-back -back -back years with more than 100% annual gains in the stock price. Uh, you know, Generac certainly had an amazing run. Its share price had been in the $45 to $50 range from 2017 to early 2019 before making a spectacular 800% total gain to its current level of over $460 per share. Acuity had a nice bounce back from what had been a down year forward in 2020. It's up 76.8%. Also among the market leaders for electrical stocks, the contractor Quanta Services up 66.2%, Wesco up 64.4% for its share price for 2021, and Belden up 49.6%. That wraps up things for today's podcast, and a special thanks to the folks at Champion Fiberglass for sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy series in 2021. If you do need any additional information on electrical stock prices on a quarterly basis or our monthly updates on the electrical price index, please consider buying a subscription to Electrical Marketing Newsletter for just $99. I can get you that information at jlucy at endeavorb2b.com or at 913-461-7679 or at the Electrical Marketing website, which is www.electricalmarketing.com. Contact me if there's any other type of economic data you'd like me to cover in this podcast. Our next presentation will be on Monday, November the 8th. Until then, stay healthy, be happy, and look forward to chatting with you again in two weeks.